Hi everyone, I'm Beck. I'm Rach. And this is Credits the Podcast. Where we talk film, TV, music and loads of other stuff. We hope you enjoy. And she was like, right, get on the floor, get on the floor. I was shambit, I had strawberry <laughs> cream on my back. Carrying <laughs> <laughs> a little hat around. You think you could go on SAS Who Dares Win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You I failed do. PGL training. <laughs> I hope after all that you click that you can speak Welsh on the census this week. Oh, I do know what I wanted you to watch. How do you feel about RuPaul's Drag Race? It's like very niche comedy, but like in a really funny way. So yeah, watch okay. that and I'll watch your fucking scary weird film. That sounds yeah. alright. I might give it a go. it's good. Hello and welcome back to credits <laughs> would you bloody believe it we're on series two we're on series two an um, accidental series two yeah i was gonna say the reason we're on series two is because we haven't recorded since august yeah life life got in the way a little bit nothing nothing serious nothing major we just couldn't be asked nothing major other than rach trying to finish a master's oh yeah i finished Congratulations. I've in my disc. Congratulations. It's all done. Quick. So yeah, I'm now going to, um, granted I pass, I will be a master of music journalism. Oh, I know. that's quite exciting, isn't it? A master of it. I'm going to introduce myself to people by going, Rachel O'Brien, master of music journalism. Yeah, you, we could put that actually in the um, description of the podcast so it sounds like we actually know what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, we could. For the music part anyway. Yeah, maybe we won't. <laughs> yeah. But maybe we should. Yeah. Who knows? The, the biggest thing about this is we're recording in the same room, which is something we've never done. Yes. Um, I know. I've thanks never, to COVID. Yeah, we've never... been a, a Zoom pod. It's almost as if we've never met. Yeah, it is a bit like that. Yeah. We do actually know each other in real life. Only a little bit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so okay. we have not spoken about films, TV, music in yeah. about three months, which yeah. is wild because... There's been some really good stuff. Yeah, we have sort of... Well, I've deliberately not really said anything to you because we keep saying, oh, we'll save that for the pod. We'll save that for we'll the pod. We'll save it. And we literally haven't recorded in four months. Yeah. So here we are. We've probably got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. But that's probably a good thing. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, we got we got loads of shit to say. What? We will you, would, s- you would hope. Y- you would hope, yeah. I, I mean, as usual, Bex made a list of things she wants to discuss. And she told me not to look at it, but I've glanced and I can see that it's quite long. Um, okay, but that is like a brain dump of like everything I've watched. I'm not saying I'm going to talk about every single one of them in this. Yeah, that's fine. I just had to remind myself. I've made no notes and I can't recall anything I've watched. I haven't even put my bloody phone on silent. Oh, you're such an amateur. What an amateur. This is an amateur hour. You're supposed to be a, a master at broadcasting. <laughs> I'm a master at broadcasting. I can't even put my phone on silent. Right, so I would like to suggest that you begin this podcast this this series two of of this podcast by telling us what i'm just gonna put out there the best thing that you've watched on television in the past four months is (laughs) that very specific question (laughs) last four months specifically since the 30th of august yes um do you know what i did actually have to look back and think I can't remember anything past probably the last month. I'm not going to lie. Oh, wow. You might want to get that checked out. I mean, not anything in my life. I'm just going to say, good God, early onset dementia over here. (laughs) I can remember my life from the last four months. I just can't remember things I've watched. But best thing I've seen recently 
Not on TV, in cinema. Wow, okay. King Richard. Oh, Tim- Timothy Shama- Shamalele. No. Oh. <laughs> what was he in? The ki- the ki- he was in Dune. No, I know he was in Dune. I still haven't seen that. I haven't seen Dune. All right. (laughs) All right. Sorry. I thought I saw a a picture of Timothy Chalamet in armour. Chainmail, if you will. Oh, that's not King Richard. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. (laughs) Very different film. Ah, okay. I haven't been to the cinema in months. Okay. Well, I... Side note, I've got myself a little Sitting World Unlimited card now, haven't I? Shut up. I used to have one of them. Yeah. Got myself one of those. So I do actually now go quite often, uh, which is the dream because I miss going to the cinema and I feel like I'm making up for lost time. Yeah. Um... No, King Richard is the story of Venus and Serena Williams. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in armour. <laughs> now I understand why you laugh. Okay, that's in the trailer. No, okay. that sounds something I would really like. Oh, honest to God, it is top ten films I've ever seen ever. Wow, it was that's a big claim. Absolutely fantastic. So it's Will Smith yeah. plays Venus and Serena Williams's dad. Yeah. But he's also their tennis coach, right? Mm-hmm. So it's based on a true story, obviously. The whole thing is true. It's about how he basically had this plan his whole life to make his daughters world famous tennis players. Okay. He had that all planned out. So their whole childhood was him coaching them to be the best in the world and it's about the story of their like childhood growing up how they became to be the best players in the world because of him basically wow well i mean it's questionable because obviously they had talent but like yeah he was like the driving force behind it um and at the end you know like whenever you watch a true film true story film they show like clips at the end my favorite part of the best biopic. part yeah biopic <laughs> All right, all right, master. <laughs> I am a master after all. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you watch that bit at the end, you realise how well Will Smith did that character. Oh wow! Like it's a, he's a very odd character, like mm. a bit of a bit of an odd man. Yeah. Very specific mannerisms, like you know when someone just like nails it. He does an absolutely amazing job. I don't know who plays the daughters. Obviously, they're quite young in the film. I don't know them by name, but. Yeah, Will Smith's obviously like the big name of the film, but it was so good, Rach. It was so good. That sounds like something I'd really like. I'm going to watch that. It's very like, it's like funny because yeah. he's funny. Like the character is really funny. Like there was definitely laugh out loud moments, lol moments. There was definitely a couple of lols. There was definitely a couple screen. of lols. But it's also like really, it's quite like a deep story, you know? Like it's very like inspiring. Yeah. Makes you want to like achieve your dreams, you know? Well, um,. I find we talk about tennis quite a lot on this pod. <laughs> oh my god, we have talked about Wimbledon for two, for two non-tennis fans, really, in the grand scheme of things. But something that I did, which would have been probably early September, was I was in the Cruis pub yeah. in Cate's. And I watched Emma Raducanu win the... Oh, of course. Oh, my God. And the atmosphere there was electric. Yeah. I had been to a gig. I've actually been to a lot of gigs. That's the, that's the thing that I'm going to really oh, cover. Because, yeah. honestly, just kicking off the Series 2 TV podcast yeah. and I don't have a lot to say about it. <laughs> yeah, but 
I feel like it's good because as the master of music yes, journalism, yes. you can cover the music side of <laughs> yes. things because as we know, I listen to Little Mix, Taylor Swift, yeah. um, on repeat for my entire life. Which, by the way, two, are two things we definitely need to discuss. definitely another thing to discuss. <laughs> yeah. So I actually went to see, um, I might have told you about this, but I can't remember, a band called Broadside Hacks. Hmm. So, no, you know Katie J. Pearson, because I think I made you listen to her album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Broadside Hacks is like a collective of musicians. They play the instruments in there. You got like, obviously, like an acoustic guitar, um, a cello, a double bass, violins. I think there was a banjo. A banjo? Yeah. And then Katie J. Pearson is one of the singers. There's like two main singers. Um, And. Essentially, this one of the guys who like formed the band found this like book of broadsheets, I think they call them, mm. and it's essentially music from like the early seventeen hundreds oh. sheet music that nobody's actually like they're not like published or anything. It's mm. just like a book of music. So he decides to take it. Where did he find that? In like a library or something. Oh. He told a story. Did he it was steal my... from the library? <laughs> steal the sheet music. Um, he told this story. Can I just say as well, this was my first gig back after COVID. Oh, okay. And like the kind of gigs I go to, like I, I, the, I've seen Fontaine CC. We've both seen Fontaine yeah, CC. Yeah, I saw them a couple months and ago. And like, yeah, like Georgia I saw. Yeah. I saw Sam Fender. Like oh. I've, I've been to a lot right. of... <laughs> That's a that's a sore spot. Let's <laughs> yeah. not talk about we'll go, we'll go back the to that Sam Fender well. gig. <laughs> um, but this, so they're like quite heavy gigs, or quite dancey gigs. Yeah, Dan- this this one. <laughs> They're like my dancing. Oh gigs. my god! I uh, uh, the Georgia gig. Do you like Georgia? Yeah, she. Um, I think she's fucking great. Yeah. But I saw it at Green Man with the drums. Oh, okay, so it was my first gig back because I went to Green Man. Oh, you did go to but Green Man. Other than, other than was Green that in Man. August? Yeah, I think we've discussed Green Man. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but... See, I'm totally lost on what we yeah, talked about yeah. what happened, so we may repeat ourselves. Yeah, well, I think we discussed that event that I went to five months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Georgia, I went with <clears> my <throat> sister Martha, and, like, I don't know, have we ever been to... A... Yeah, we've been to gigs together. Yeah. And I don't dance... I don't dance. Get it out of the park. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Dance. I know you can. I no, I only dance like on a night out when I'm really drunk. Like I'm not a dancer yeah, yeah. really. Like you like more of a like just more a, like a swayer, a bopper. Yeah, yeah. But at Georgia, I it was like my soul left my body. I was dancing, <laughs> and Martha was like. She said she kept looking over at me, stunned that I was dancing so much. I was like, I know. But I anyway, Broadside Hacks couldn't be further from that. And it was in the gate, which is like an old church. Been there? No. It's like, it's actually quite a cool venue. They do like plays and all sorts in there. Huh. It was in the gate. It would, it's like an old church. We were all just sat down in these pews. There probably was only about 30 of us there. Mm. And they played folk music and sang. I kind of love that. And it was great, but it like couldn't be further from any yeah. of the other gigs that I've been to since. But it was great. It was really good. But after that, that must have finished about half ten. And we went to the crewish around the corner mm. and we watched Emma Raducanu win the US Open and everyone in the pub was just loving it. Yeah. The atmosphere was electric. I felt like the biggest tennis fan in the yeah. world. Well, this is the thing. I'm not like, like you say... I, God forbid I say I'm a slight fan of anything because you absolutely rinsed me for saying I liked Formula One about six months ago. <laughs> I'm partial to the tennis. 
in the same way that I'm still sometimes think about you saying you're into the Formula One and think what (laughs) (laughs) Disney adult who likes Formula One yeah um but yeah I don't I don't know much about it really like obviously I know who Venus and Cerulean Cerulean I know Venus and Cerulean as much as the next person (laughs) (laughs) I obviously know who they are I know they're like the best female tennis players blah 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 but like I didn't I'm not like fully clued up so I went into it kind of blind I think I went with Jake my partner and I think he like knew more of like the story um and it also it ends in a really cool place because it doesn't end in like I obviously don't want to give spoilers but it doesn't end in a place where you think like it doesn't end in a place you would necessarily expect yeah that's what I'm all I'm gonna say but um so I didn't really know like in the, the place where it ends, I didn't really know like what happens next. Yeah. So then obviously you get to the bit where it gives you like the Serena went on to win, blah blah blah. blah yeah, yeah. And became the best tennis player, blah, blah, blah. Um yeah. So that was really good. But there was a point in it where she played um I wanna say maybe the US Open. I'm not really sure. Again, not fully clued up. But I remember thinking, like, is this the same as the game that Emma Raducanu played? Like, yeah. I didn't really know. Um, but yeah, it was obviously like similar sort of timing as that. So yeah, yeah, very good. See, I've seen a couple of great tennis films actually. Um, Battle of Sexes. Do you remember that film? No. That was Emma Stone and Steve Carell, and she played Billie Jean King. Oh, oh, that's a great one. Watch that. Oh. That was a few years ago. And then I also saw. What was that fucking nutcase called? That tennis player who used to... Why do I know so much about tennis? Yeah, why do you know so much about tennis? He used to really whack his racket on the floor when he was in a bad mood. I don't know about Jake on there. It was called Bjorg versus... I don't know what it was called. I don't know where this is going. He's an angry American tennis player from the 80s and it was about him and Shia LaBeouf played him. Oh. And it was very good. Oh. It was very good. So yeah, that's... tennis film's the way forward then. I, I reckon we wrap up this tennis section of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on. you know how many times I've gone on about how much I love a film based on a true story? Oh, yeah. That is like my favourite bi- thing. A biopic. A biopic? Yeah. I love a biopic. They're great. Um... Speaking of biopic, yeah, another biopic I saw in the cinema, <laughs> yeah, Spencer. Oh my god! Of course you did. You're a royalist. <laughs> what? <laughs> and how was I knew it? You were going to say that? How um, was it? It was okay. It was very. It's quite sad. Well, it's a sad story. It's a sad old tale. Yeah. Well, I didn't really, I didn't really know like much about that because it only recently come out, hasn't it? About, yeah, like, like a month ago. No, I mean, like, about Diana. Oh, I thought you meant the film. I was <laughs> no, like, the well, film, yeah. yeah, the film's about a month ago. What but... do you mean it's only recently come out? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, the new, the about Diana and her eating disorders and all that. I think that's been common knowledge all our lives. Surely not. I think that might just be something that you've never thought. Maybe I've only found Princess that out. Did Princess Diana have an eating disorder? Like, that's not something but that I've, as a I've child yeah, I wanted. I've never really questioned it, to be honest. But it was in The Crown. Yeah, I'm not fully up to date with the crown. Oh my god. But the crown is a recent thing. So I thought like it only recently came out with well, like, no, the news of that. I think it's out. a thing. I think it's well, oh, it's right. obviously okay. a thing. Well, I didn't know. If anyone else didn't know, then you know what I mean. If I didn't know, it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know that anyway. Obviously I knew that that's what the film was about, but yeah. I it was only like a re- recent news to me. Okay. Um so obviously it was quite sad, but it was quite like the film only spans across like a few days of her oh. life. Like it's like a Christmas. The Christmas period, so it's like across 
like them all go into I don't know which one of the mansions, the the palaces they go to for Christmas. That one up in Scotland, maybe. I, don't I was know. about to say Bally Manor, <clears throat> which is like just this place in Northern I think- Ireland. <laughs> I think you mean Balmoral. Balmoral is what I was thinking of. <laughs> Balmoral, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know where it was, but it, it spans across like the few days that the whole family gets together at the one palace and stays there for like Christmas Eve, yeah. Christmas Day, whatever. They have their Christmas due. They have their Christmas due, yeah. Their staff Christmas due. <laughs> um, so it's quite like a slow, like not that much happens. It was all right. If you, if you like... If you're interested in stuff about the royal family, you probably would find it interesting. Okay. Um, especially if you like Diana, which, you know, peace and love, Diana. Peace and love to <laughs> Diana. Um, talking about Diana, it's become uh, one of my main toxic traits is to shout in public at quiet moments. Princess Diana would have loved this. Yeah. And um, I, did, I did it at Green Man and it landed. It got quite a good laugh. So... I was like, right, that's that's all I need. Someone's laughed at something I've done, so I'm going to do it again several yeah. times. For the rest of my life. Yeah, so since I've done it, like, every gig I've gone to. Right. Um, it, it's not landed since. Like, it has not landed. Pe- people don't find it funny. Uh, I was at one, one gig. Was it a gig or... I can't remember where I was, but I was with my flatmate, and I said, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And he said, look around at the people here. It is not going to land. He was like, <laughs> don't do it here. I beg you. And I didn't because he was right. Yeah. Um, so was at a gig on Friday night and Ezra Miller, the Hollywood actor, was the front man of the band. And they were all right. They were called Oddkin. Also, very tiny gig. Like tiny, I mean, sizable gig, but like, yeah, you know, t- it's a small venue for what it is. Wasn't playing like the Moat Point in Cardiff or anything no, like that. Like, th- this was actually, gig. this was their debut live performance. At Welsh Club? Yeah, in Cardiff. How weird is that? How mad? Yeah, they're I like from, why. They they're from had some California kind of... or something. Like, they're doing a UK tour and Cardiff just happened to be the first date. Well, but, I mean, I went just because my brother's band was supporting him. So I went for my brother's band, really. And then obviously stayed for Ezra Miller because we were intrigued. Mm. Ended up being a wild night. I won't go into it, but I did have a night out with Ezra Miller. There's some stories to be told. There's some stories. I don't think they're suitable for the podcast. Yeah. Nothing illegal happened. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't want to give Ezra Miller an even worse name than he currently has. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I thought this is the perfect opportunity for a Princess Diana shout. Because yeah. he knows who she is, his band knows who she is. Was this at the gig or was this in the, the party? This was the at pa- the, the party. Uh, it was far from a party, but <laughs> this was at the gig, yeah. So we finished the song. He was like, thank you very much. Went quiet. I went, Princess Diana would have loved this. <laughs> Cu- couple, of la- <laughs> couple of laughs, mostly my family members. Yeah. And then he just went into the microphone. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> and then afterwards, when I was talking to him, we're having a drink, and I went, oh, can I just say Princess Dana would have loved that? And he went, was that you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was me, Ezra. Yeah, it was me. Nice one, son. Um, <laughs> but yeah, okay, Spencer, I have heard... Um, I have heard interesting things about the film. Yeah. I think the thing is, like, I'm... In no way a royalist, as we know. I hate the royal family. Yeah. But I do find Princess Diana very intriguing. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I know we joke and we say 
that I am a royalist. Yeah. I, I'm not like obsessed with the royal family. I just find them very interesting. Yeah. Like the whole concept of it, I find really interesting. Like whatever. But yeah, particularly her. I've watched every documentary there could possibly be about the death of Princess Diana. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to see that 100%. But didn't actually know. I actually thought it was about her whole life. I would have assumed it was. Well, yeah. I, yeah, that's what I assumed as well. But it actually isn't. It's only about that one period of Christmas and how difficult it was for her, like, to be there when she's obviously suffering with bulimia. How close was it to her dying that? It must have been a few years before. I don't Because they were know. divorced, weren't they? Or was she divorced in the film? No, she wasn't divorced in the film, but they were very rocky. Oh. But also the boys were very young. So... <laughs> Just the way you're talking about Although oh, the boys are very young. I know they're, they're like my nephews or something. I was going to say, you're talking about like their family friends. The boys are very young, bless them. Um, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know. But um, it was like very, like the whole theme of the film was basically that everyone just fucking hated her. Yeah. Like that was the whole, you know, like everyone was just really nasty to her all weekend. Yeah, which makes sense um, as to why everyone else likes her. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, it is um, wild. Like, imagine, like, I married a prince now. If, if you would. There's would... a few princes in my emails, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but imagine if I was like, oh, yeah, go on, I married the prince. And then his family hated me. Yeah. Be sh- <laughs> be sh- I mean, it, it would never happen. I'm a fucking catch. <laughs> <laughs> Princess Diana would have loved me. Princess Diana would have loved me. But, like, I'm really good with parents. Like, yeah. my friend's parents prefer me to their own children. Yeah. So, sorry to all my friends listening to this. Yeah. They I don't can... really, but I, I do get on with parents. Yeah. I can I can see it. Yeah. So, um, I think, basically, <clears throat> the Queen would have liked me if Charles brought me home, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine you and Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen his fingers? They're, like, sausage oh, fingers. Stop. They literally look like a packet of Richmond's. <laughs> It's so weird. No. So okay. weird. Moving swiftly. Um, so the only film I've actually seen in the cinema is one that I assume you would have also seen. Saw it like October time. Dear Evan Hansen. Did you watch it? I have not seen it. Oh my age. god, Beck. Right. I actually nearly texted you the other day and said, Do you want to go and see it? I didn't realise you'd already seen it. Yeah. I'm that's... late to the party. We have seen Rachel and I went to see Dear Evan Hansen yeah. in London on stage. Fantastic. We really we, good. We often rave about the soundtrack, yeah. have done for years yeah. since we were at uni. Yeah. Um we already saw it, like we weren't um, at uni when we saw it, were we? No, I think it was like just before the Panny D, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was. It was like, definitely cold. Yeah, it was January time. Yeah. I think it was January twenty twenty. Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah, but it was it was great. Like this, that that is the best musical of recent years, in my opinion. I think it's better than Hamilton. Just putting out there. Whoa. Yeah. Big statement. But the film came out, and obviously, like it, it's already a bit of a meme online because for some reason, Ever uh, Evan Hansen is played by Ben Platt, who played him originally on Broadway. Yeah. Which, like, when it first. When they first said that, I was like, oh, good, because he's got the best voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, whenever I, like, think about it, like, if I'm thinking about Dear Ivan Hansen, I would want it to be him singing it. Yeah. But honest to God, it did not... It looked like Buddy the Elf was playing it. <laughs> he looked oh, so no. old. He looked so old. And there was a bit where, like... Um, the, the love interest is played by that actress that I really like, but I can never remember her name. She's in Booksmart. She's Beanie Feldstein, friend of Booksmart. Oh. Um, she's really good. Something in Denver. Caitlin Denver? Caitlin Dever? 
I can't remember, Similar but I know that. who you're talking about. She, I didn't know it was played I, I by think, her. I think she's really good. But yeah, so the love interest is played by her, and she was great in it. But like, there's a bit where like they like there's a like kiss when they kiss. Mm. It literally looks like an uncle kiss. It looks oh, ali- it looks no. illegal. It looks illegal. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Awkward. So it was good. Two new songs added. Really? Two oh, well, new... I didn't know that. Yeah, I went to the. I went for a week. Came back and was like, "What the fuck is this song?" You went for a week. Yeah. Do mid- you often do that in mid-film? Hardly ever. I can't do it. Um, yeah, hardly. I can't do it. I can't. I get. I've done it too. I've done it like a couple of times. Um, and one was this, and I came back in, and they were singing a song that I didn't know. It was added, and another time was in the Martian, and I came back, and the film was over. (laughs) (laughs) How long were you gone? (laughs) I don't know. I just don't think I realised it was that close to the end. Um, but yeah, that film, worth a watch, and the singing was really good, and the cast was excellent, except for Ben Platt. They should oh, not have done that's that. that's so annoying. They should have had someone younger. Yeah. They should have had the guy that played him in London then, because he was younger, right? Yeah. I mean, everyone who's played him in Broadway since has been way younger as well. Yeah. And like, I'm not being funny, there's people who can sing who haven't been on Broadway. Just let someone else have a go. Yeah, just let someone have a I go. I always think, let someone else have a go. Also found out Ben Platt's dad produced it. That's why it was Oh, uh, okay. It all makes sense it now. It all makes sense now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do need to go and see that. still haven't. But, um, yeah, probably one I'll have to see on my own, I think. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I, like, so usually I would say, oh, I'll come again, but I don't want to no, go again. Wanna go. Yeah, no, it's fair. one of them. Um, okay, TV, Beck. TV. Okay. So in this in this four month gap yeah. that we've had, we've had all sorts. We've had Squid Game. Oh my god, we haven't talked about Squid Game. I was, that was when that was on, and that was in like the height of it. Everyone's talking about it. I thought I thought this is the worst time to not be doing the podcast. Yeah, because, you're so right. Because that would have been we would have literally started recording and we would have gone Squid Game, <laughs> Squid Game. Um. I thought it was class, personally. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really thought it was good. I know we're a bit late to the party talking about it now, yeah. so we won't go into it much, but that was really good. Um, are they doing a second season of that? I, think I have they a are. horrible feeling they are. You I know what? Just leave it be. I yeah. hate it when they do that. We know the rules now. We know the twists and turns. Yeah. We don't need another one. I don't know what That's they That's probably what do. everyone's saying about this podcast. <laughs> We've heard it now. We don't need to should have left it four months ago. Can I just say, the only reason we're back, really, is because have people been asking us to do it? Okay, genuinely, people are so nice. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we have friends messaging us, like, when is the podcast coming back? I was on a night out, and one of my mates told me that it was his favourite podcast. I've had that. I think he only listens to one other one. Even so, I have that. I will. Okay, we'll talk about this more later. But we've appeared on some Spotify raps. I know, and that for me, I can die happy. You know. Yeah, we're on Spotify rap. How we're on Spotify rap. People are people. We may only have the same. I think it came up with something like thirty-five people have listened. Yeah, to we may <laughs> we may only have the same recurring thirty-five people listening. Yeah, but those thirty-five people are. They're dead. They're dedicated. Yeah, they and are, I, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, back to Squid Game. Where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Squid Game is great. They shouldn't do a second season. I don't know what they could possibly do to it that wouldn't be like that would that would be surprising. Yeah. Like because uh, for me, the best thing about those first two episodes was that I was literally like, 
what the hell yeah, is this program? Exactly. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And that was what was that's what was so good about it. So I don't know what they can possibly do in another season that would make us think the same thing. Um, but that was good. We also had um you season you. three. Okay, yeah. Is it season I three? think so. Actually didn't watch it. Oh, I watched, watched the first. Two? I watched the first episode of series three and thought I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm bored. Um, I have watched the first two series, but yeah. Did on. you like the first two series? Yeah, really liked them. Okay, yeah. I love you. Thank <laughs> 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 you. I love You're it. You're okay too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really good. I think a lot of people said that the third season was like, okay... Like, what more can you do to it now? Again, maybe they should have left it. Mm. But I'm just too invested. Like, I just, I'm obsessed with those two characters. I think they're such well-written characters. Like, they're such psychos, but they're really likable. It It really annoys me. Yeah, it's that kind of thing where you start to feel sorry for either one of them. Yeah, and then you're like, why why do I feel sorry for you? You've got your best mate downstairs in a glass box yeah like why do i feel sorry for you but i do yeah it is mad isn't it yeah i thought it was good like i i think they're gonna make another one as well you know because i don't know oh you obviously didn't watch it to the end in the last episode he so he has this he has this new girl now that he's obsessed with yeah because i saw her getting introduced the one that works in the library yeah and the final episode obviously he has to like flee the country Mm. Um, and he flees to I want I think it's Paris. Oh. I think it's Paris. Either Paris or Italy, but I think it's Paris. Um, and yeah, so there's obviously going to be another <laughs> series. Series four is going to be called two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's obviously going to be another one. He's obviously going to be in Paris. He's probably going to f- fall in love with the French girl. Nicola. Like it's, it's just going to carry on, you know. Yeah. Um, and I will still, I'll still watch it. I'll to still be fair, like I've got two it. weeks off over Christmas. Maybe I will just sit down and watch it. Yeah, but why not? It, it, the episode one of series three just wasn't pulling me in at all. Like yeah. at all. Um, there's been a couple of like standalone things I've watched. Something that I can always guarantee you've watched. An Audience with Adele. Oh, of course I've seen of it. Of course you watched it. Fantastic. Um, she's just great, isn't she? Yeah, fantastic. How do you feel about her album, though? Um, I think it's good, but I've only listened to it twice. Okay. Um, I think that one that she released in 2015 is fucking great. And Hello? Yeah. The yeah. one that got Hello, a Water Under the Bridge, yeah. things like that. that oh my album god, is that album top tier. It's elite. So good. It's so good. And then this new album, Easy on Me, the single, the first single, fucking tune. Yeah, absolutely. And then, tune. having heard that come out as a single, I was very excited hyped, for the album. Yeah. Um, and then were you a little bit disappointed? I can little tell, bit. I can tell by your tone. Little bit disappointed. Yeah. I just, it's it's not that I dislike it, it's just nowhere near as good as her other albums. Yeah, in that's my opinion. totally fair. And I was like, oh, considering it's been so long, like, you know, I know, like, obviously a lot goes into it and it's all about her, like, divorce and... Yeah, it's clever. Her child. Yeah, it's very clever and it's, like, very nicely written and everything, like... But it's just the the bops aren't there for me. Yeah, there's no not bops. like they used to be. There's no bops, but I do think the album's gonna be a grower. Yeah, it might be. There are a couple on there that I really like. I can't remember them off the top of my head. I yeah. never remember the name of songs, but 
Um, there are a couple that I like. It's just not as fantastic as I hoped it would be. Yeah. There's been albums that have come out either side of it that I've much preferred. Yeah. But saying that, not. I'm not like the biggest Adele fan ever anyway. Mm. I just think that she does have some tunes. She's, She's one of those undoubtedly that... got an incredible voice. Yeah. And I would 100% go and see her live. Like, I would really like to see yeah, her. Yeah, the Never tickets weren't like four grand. Yeah. If I was a millionaire, then yeah. I would quite like to see her live. Who was your top artist on Spotify Wrapped, by the way? Taylor Swift. Oh, of course. She, was, she course. wasn't even in my top just, five. Just um, my um, top was Maggie Rogers. I did see. Yeah, I really binged Maggie Rogers yeah. like, around April time. Like uh, That's all I listened to. I think mine were Maggie Rogers... I, I can't get it up, it won't load. But Maggie Rogers, Sam Fender was in mine, Wolf Alice, yeah. and... Um, Oh. Arlo Parks and I can't remember who else I will say that me and Jake share a Spotify okay so mine was like <laughs> my like top artist was Taylor Swift but then my like number one listen to song was a song by Architects oh random because Jake listens to it so it's not fully accurate but I was in the top I think it was top 0.2% of Taylor Swift oh, listeners oh good god Beck. She I... did release two albums this year, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, no, and loads of re-release stuff. Exactly. She had a lot of stuff. Exactly. And <sighs> it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been a journey. Red, Taylor's version, has been a journey. So, tell me, Beck, because I... <sighs> Listen, Taylor Swift, I like her as much as the next person. Yeah. I think 1989 is the greatest pop album of the 2010s. You have made that claim before yeah, on the yeah. podcast, I know. Like, I stand by that. It's absolutely fucking great. That and um, that one by Melodrama by Lord, they're up there mm. with the greatest pop albums ever, in my opinion. Yeah. So I do like Taylor Swift, but I don't know any of the gossip surrounding Jake Gyllenhaal, and I would like you to tell me about oh. it. I would like you to tell me about it. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. I, so, I don't, I've seen it all on Twitter, and I just don't understand it. Okay. So, firstly, I would like to say <laughs> that Red for me, is one of the best albums ever. I am obsessed with that album. Is that album. the one that has Feeling 22 on it? Okay, yeah, it has got 22 on it. What, so, else obviously, this is Taylor's version. We've got State of Grace. Red. Obviously, this is Taylor's version. <laughs> obviously, we don't talk about the original version. We're never anymore. ever getting back together as a tune. Yeah. Okay, so, like, that and 22, like, we're never getting back together. That album, I can literally remember it coming out and listening to it over and over all those years ago. I think it was 2012? Yeah, it was either 11 or 12. Yeah. Um. So then, obviously, for her to re-release it now with, like, added stuff, I was in my element. Absolutely yeah. in my element. Um. So most of this album, rumour would tell you, is about Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that who she was dating at the time? So she was dating Jake Gyllenhaal. She was, like, I want to say, like, 21, yeah. 20, 21. And he was, like... Well, she might have been 22. She's feeling 22. Oh, yeah, nearly. But then in one of the songs, she talks about feeling turning 21. And Jake Jim, basically... He was about 10 years older. He was about 10 years older. He was supposedly an absolute arse, basically. And she released this song, All Too Well. Mm. Have you heard All Too Well? I don't think so. It was all too well. (laughs) (laughs) I'll listen to it later. Okay. (laughs) So then that was all of that was all of that time ago. And then now she's released a 10 minute version of that song. Wow. With a short film. A short comes film. With it. And it is 
all about J.J. and Holt, basically. Um, and, like, he didn't turn up to her 21st birthday party. Bastard. And there's, like, a lyric in there about that. And about how she's like, oh, it's supposed to be fun turning 21. Aww. Because he didn't turn up. I was watching the door, like, the whole time. The whole time. Party. Do you know what I feel like with Taylor Swift? For a long time... She was that person that everyone was like, it's a bit weird if you like Taylor Swift. Yeah. I feel like. I know. There's like a massive stigma to liking Taylor Swift. I don't, I literally don't know why. I don't know why, like, there where was this a came huge, from. There was a huge Taylor Swift stigma. This yeah. is what I don't understand about music. Just like what you like. Yeah, literally. If something sounds nice in your ears, listen to it. Literally. Like, I don't know where that came from, but it was like this thing that was kind of weird. So like, I never really like... It's not someone that I'd be like, oh, hey, guys, have you listened to the new Taylor yeah. Swift album? Like, I wouldn't, because like, I feel like, like especially when I was in school and stuff, like, people would have thought it was weird. I literally yeah. don't know why. That sounds so stupid to when say When I was loud. in school, I literally listened to the Stone Roses and Muse and maybe Blur Country House. And that that was literally <laughs> it. I don't think I actually started listening to music properly till I was, like, 17. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, I've, yeah, I've always been a Taylor Swift fan. And, um... Yeah, I don't know where that came from. But I feel like now people are like admitting that she's actually really good. Yeah. And like either that or I'm just like more exposed to like other Taylor Swift fans because of like, you know, like the algorithm. Yeah. Like TikTok and stuff. I always see Taylor Swift stuff and I in my head now I'm like, oh, people actually like her. But it, I mean, she's obviously liked. She's like one of the best selling well, yeah, female artists yeah. ever. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know where that came from, but um, I'm glad that people are just admitting that she's really good now <laughs> and she is good. Yeah. Do you have a TV recommendation for me, by the way? Yes. I want you to watch Selling Sunset. Okay, I've heard about Selling Sunset, but I've never watched even a second of it. Okay, well, you know me, back again with the shitty reality TV yeah. recommendations. But I love it. I do love it. I live for it. Okay. <laughs> but the thing is, is that there's like, this is the reason I say it now is because it's kind of relevant because the fourth season has just come out. Okay. So like people are talking about it at the minute and you probably see like stuff online about so it. So can I just watch series four? Yeah, you, yeah, you could do like, you okay. wouldn't know like the backstory of like some of the drama and stuff that's gone on, but they always do like, you know, like flashbacks yeah. and stuff. Okay. Um, if you don't know what Selling Sunset is, it's basically reality TV show about realtors in um, LA. Um, the Oppenheim Group is the... Oppenheim Group? The Oppenheim Group is run by Jason and Brett Oppenheim, who are two brothers. And then they have a team of realtors that are all like ultra glam, like LA women, mm. you know, like super rich. They sell like... Sunset. 14 yeah on sunset boulevard that's the point <laughs> oh, that's, that's what the point it is okay so they sell like multi-million dollar mansions um so it's like about that like about the real estate side of it but then obviously it's mainly about like the drama yeah in the office and like between the team and like stuff like that so yeah um i would mo- watch yeah start season four okay and um i can fill you in on any Anything Any I'm confused gaps. about. Okay. But it's I, so good. I do need, like, a good, like, reality thing to binge. Yeah, it's so good. Like, you'll get so invested. And there'll be people that you absolutely hate, people that you really like. Yeah. Um, Did you watch um, the UK Married at First Sight? I started watching it. I feel like we discussed this. Yeah. Back. <laughs> Back in the day, Back yeah. in the day. I started watching it. I never finished it. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. It got a bit shit. I just, like... 
I find it hard to invest, like get myself invested in something that's quite long. Yeah, fair. I mean, the Australian Married at First Sight I talk about it all the time. It was fucking great. Yeah, I still haven't watched that. Oh, either. that you need to watch that. I know, it's iconic, full of absolute icons. But yeah, oh, I yeah, did but... start that actually. Yeah, I did watch a couple of episodes with it. ages ago, but I never again. I never like continued with it. Um, but the UK one, I was quite invested, and then I don't know, I just sort of just sort of dropped off. Yeah, because you started watching it before me. I remember you telling me to watch it because there was someone from Cardiff in it. There were actually two people. From yeah, Cardiff. two people from Cardiff in it. One of, them, one of them was awful and one of them was great. Yeah. yeah. You loved him, didn't you? I did you? love him. What I was his always, name? Luke. I always think I would like to bump into Luke on a night out and, and marry at first sight him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was cute. <laughs> marry at first sight What was it? What was his horrible wife? Morag. Morag. Yeah, she was awful. Morag by name. Morag by nature. <laughs> <laughs> you put the rag in Morag. <laughs> She was horrible. Yeah, she was horrible. She was really horrible to him. That made him even cuter. <laughs> yeah, I know, because anyway. he was so nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll watch Sun and Sunset. I okay. do need a new reality show to binge, so that's good. Yeah. I want you to watch something that really is quite relevant to our friendship. <laughs> um, Are you going to mention Kendall Ray? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I'm- laughs> you know what I'm going to say already. Kendall Ray, if you're listening, we love you. Kendall Ray, Mile Higher Podcast. Yeah. Um, also on YouTube. Right, so basically, me and Beck, like, were, did the same undergrad. So we were in each other's seminars from, like, day one of uni. But like, I feel like in first year, we didn't really hang out. Like, didn't really chat. We would, like, be like, hi, you're up. We knew each other, but weren't mates. And then second year, basically, um, we found this absolute treasure trove of the secret <coughs> hidden library in uni. Remember that little brown thing? Yeah, the seminar and, room. The seminar room. And we used to just go in there all the time. Basically, just eat lunch, wouldn't it? But, yeah. like, pretend to work. We'd be like... I'm going to go in and I'm going to write 3,000 words. And basically all we would do was just have a meal deal. Have a meal deal. And so, oh, oh, and then you remember you had that amazing beef baguette once oh. for gravy? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. And it was amazing. And I, I got, I used to get soup. Yeah, a little soup oh, in a cup. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days. That little soup. Oh. Remember once I, they gave me a packet of cutlery and it only had a knife in it, a wooden <laughs> knife. And I was like, I've got soup. What the hell? Anyway, yeah, fantastic coffee from there as well. Yeah, remember. really good coffee. What was that place called? It was called um, the the something beginning with B. The the branch or something like that. It was. Oh, the bench. The bench. <laughs> branch. Big up the bench cafe at Cardiff Met. Cardiff Met King Coin Campus. <laughs> Big up bench. bench. I thought going back to uni. I, in my head I was like I'm going to get so much good food from the bench <sighs> and I was only on campus about three times mm. during my masters because of COVID and stuff and the bench was never open oh. I know I was gutted about it every but, time you know even if it was you'd just be surrounded by sports students it's true yeah it was a sports it's a terrifying student. place to be if you're not a sports student it really honest. was but it was worth it for the yeah for the remember they also food. had that like those pizza wraps yeah, they are good. Oh, yeah. I might just drive there one day next week to see if we it's could, open. You definitely could. I still got my student card. I could get us in there. Yeah. But, okay, it's a date. Right. <laughs> next podcast recorded from the bench. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I went here at the bench. I can't admit, we're gonna we're gonna rate the food. Today we're sponsored by <laughs> the bench. Right. Um. So. We used to get food from the bench and then go up to this little circular library thing. And Beck one day was watching a YouTube video. Um, such was the amount of work we're doing in there. Yeah. And I was like, what's that? And this was like one of the first times that we spoke properly. Yeah, I can't actually ever remember like first 
I think this was it. I'm not going to lie. The I think this was it. And I was like, what's that? And, and Beck said the words to me, have you heard of Gypsy Rose Blanchard? <laughs> went what which is so ironic as why you're giving me this recommendation yeah i know it's weird she was like this girl on youtube is called kendall ray and she's one of those people who does like their true crime videos i always watch now uk version of kendall ray and i prefer her ellen o'neill oh yeah yeah she's great um but Kendall Ray basically just like tells a story, like a true crime story. Yeah. And like, or like a conspiracy. Conspiracy or stories. Like missing and stuff. people. Yeah, like, yeah. She's very good. Yeah, she is good. Like, yeah. Gets all the info in there. Anyway, Beck was watching a Kendall Ray video about Gypsy Rose and Dee Dee Blanchard. And Beck told me all about it. And she. <laughs> Beck told me in all about detail. it in great detail <laughs> over our soup. And, um, <laughs> we, but yeah, but essentially, the story is. This is no spoilers because. Like, I mean, it's a it's a story. Yeah, it's all like, happened. You can it's literally real life. Google it and it would yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah, it's real life. But essentially, Gypsy Rose is this girl who had Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. From her mum, Dee Dee. So Munchausen is when you like make yourself ill. Let's mm. say if I was like taking medication that I didn't need and it was giving me all these side effects and yeah. then I was being like, oh, I or need you, this medication. Yeah, or you just literally think you're ill. Yeah, it's like hypochondriac not. kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. but like a lot more serious than that. But Dee Dee, Gypsy's mum, was basically given all these medications and she had like a feeding tube and stuff. And she was like, what? Like, well, throughout the whole childhood. Mm. Um, and into like, she was like a, a young oh, teen. Oh, yeah, she? yeah. She, like, and she was like... She was in a wheelchair. Yeah, she was in a wheelchair, but she, she could couldn't walk. walk. No, she could walk. But she didn't know she could walk. She didn't think she could walk. Okay, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. But like, anyway... So many things. There's a... A drama has been made about it. Eight-part drama, by the oh, way. Oh, God, eight-part. And Joey King plays Gypsy Rose, and she does a fucking great job of it. Mm. And Patricia Arquette, mm. who I love, plays Dee Dee. Okay. Right, I'm on episode five, and it's fucking great. Oh, okay. And you will love it. Yeah, you I know I will, because I've watched, like every documentary about it yeah. like there's yeah it's amazing, amazing it is, story. It, it's a wild story like I, we won't see how the story ends because like, you might want to watch it and you might not know anything about it yeah um but it really is class but the i mean it's dark it's horrible yeah but it's the, very sad yeah it's it but the drama is really really good and it's currently being aired in the uk for the first time so Actually, there's a, there's eight episodes, but only five of them are out so far. So I'm up to date. Mm, okay. So, yeah, I don't know whether... I don't know, even know when the next episode's due to come out. I think it's sometime next week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just see how many you can watch, but it's very binge-worthy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's really good. The most annoying thing about it is that the adverts are cut really stupidly. It, like, really oh. annoys me. The adverts are just interspliced with it. Oh, I know. It kills me. Cause it, is that because it was on in America, I assume? It's, it was made by Hulu. Oh, yeah. Not surprised then. Yeah. But that is great, and you, you will definitely enjoy it. Okay. Really good. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I know I will enjoy that. So, Selling Sunset, and what's it called? What did I just call it? The act. The act, yeah. No, I just like, talked passionately about like, it for five minutes. Gypsy? Like, don't even know. The story of Gypsy Rose. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really good. Music. Yeah. We touched on the fact that I've been to loads of gigs. Yeah. And earlier... What other gigs have you been to? So I've been to um, Fontaine's, DC. Mm. I went in Cardiff. You went in, what, Birmingham? Birmingham. Um, 
really good gig that actually yeah it was good i like i definitely do like fontaines but i'm not i'm probably not as big a fan as you are yeah i love them I went with Jake and Jake is a very, very big fan. So I wasn't like, I wasn't stood there like I know every single word or yeah. anything, but I, it was still a very good gig. Yeah. And like, I don't know where it was in Cardiff, but in Birmingham, it was in an O2, which was literally tiny. Yeah, it was in the SU here. The it was like the smallest gig ever. And I was like, those are the best gigs. Yeah. Like, 100%. By far. 100%. I love a small venue. Yeah. But I've been to that. Um, went to see Dodie again. You oh, were yeah. meant to come, I but you meant, couldn't. I was meant to come. What did I double book? You double booked you with were going Fontaine's. To an... I think it, it was. was another gig, like something better than Dodie. Oh no, it was Cortinas. Cortinas, yeah. Which is was on my list to talk about actually because that was one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Well, quite the opposite, Dodie. I thought I was a bit bored. Yeah, that's a real shame. Yeah. To be honest, like we we went to see Dodie a few years ago, mm. and. I really like her music, but I didn't think it was the best gig. No. The thing is, she has a couple of really good tunes on her new album, but that's why I was looking forward to it. But yeah, it's a bit boring. Hmm. Oh, well. But yeah, I've been to that. What else have I been to? Georgia, as I said. Hmm. Um, oh, fucking hell. I've been to loads more, but I just can't think of who well, they were. Something- oh, I went to Focus Wales. I was just going to say something quite cool, actually, that Rachel yeah. did. By the way, I don't think we've ever actually said this on the pod, but if... You guys don't know, Rach actually has <laughs> quite a cool other side hustle. Side hustle. Um, called Seatbelt ses- Sessions, kind yeah. of say it, Seatbelt Sessions, um, where she basically has little gigs of, like, up-and-coming, would you say, yeah. artists, but specifically Welsh artists, yeah. usually, um, out the back of her Fiat 500. Yeah. Um, it's a great little series yeah. on YouTube and Insta. Um, oh, thanks for the plug. And she, you know, she's really using her masters in music journalism for it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if yeah. you're looking for like new artists to listen to, or you just, you know, want to see more of Rach, then well, what can we say? What can we say? You should um, follow it. But yeah, so it's all on the back of my feet of five hundred. So it's very silly, but it's meant to be. Yeah. Um, it's like the best concept, though. It's fun. I love it's fun it. to do. Um, but yeah, so me and Liam, who is the cameraman. Uh, got invited to North Wales, to Wrexham, to uh, film at a festival, Focus Wales, which is really good. Focus Wales is all about... Um, it's an international showcase festival, so essentially there's people like up-and-coming people from all over the world yeah. come. Uh, met like a lot of Canadian people, interviewed really good like Maltese band. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool. But yeah, we made like a little short documentary, like a 15-minute long documentary. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Um, so yeah, I saw, I saw BC Camp Light... Oh, okay. at Focus Wells and he was amazing I mean you would have seen loads at that oh yeah I saw like, so many so people many. but like some really good people from Cardiff that we already really liked that we went to see again um, but Angel, yeah Angel Hotel from Cardiff Angel Hotel from Cardiff big up Angel Hotel it's actually a bit of a meme because me and Liam uh, we had them on Seatball Sessions in Series 1 they played an absolute banger and now it's basically the Seatball Sessions theme tune <laughs> we just put on every video no uh, they are really good too. they're really good uh, and my friend was the drummer Jordan so that that's fun um, but yeah Focus Wales great festival if you ever get to go definitely go because there's yeah. like up and coming people but also big people like BC Camplight Griff Reese played oh yeah um, Lucy Spraggan oh yeah <laughs> we were pissed off I remember that. Like, oh, Lucy Spraggan's here so funny so funny um, she literally played that song last night I told you I loved you and then the rest of the set was about how she's sober now uh, I was a bit like oh that's a bit of a downer <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, get back on the drink. Yeah, get back on the drink, Lucy. You're much fun when you're chubby and, and big drinker and chubby alcoholic. Um, uh, no, uh, respect for anyone who is struggling with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. I don't care how how fun and chubby you are. If you're depressed, give it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Disclaimer: We're not endorsing alcoholism on this podcast. Um, But yeah, so that was good. But yeah, I I mean, I've been to a few more gigs. I'm going. I'm going to a couple this week. Who did I see last week? Oh yeah, Sam Fender. So Beck loves Sam Fender. Go on, you take the reins. You bought tickets, didn't you? Love Sam Fender. Me and Jake. I feel like I've mentioned Jake about fifty times in this podcast. Sorry, but both massive. Sam Fender fans. We had tickets before COVID. Um, I was actually on holiday in Centre Parks um, and he was playing, I think I was there Monday to Friday or Friday to Monday and he was playing on the day that we came back um, in Cardiff. I think it was at the Motor Point. Well, it must have been. I think it was this gig. It was gig. this gig, yeah. So I had tickets, literally came home from my holiday early to go to this gig. was so excited and literally in the car on the drive home, he cancelled. And as much as we love Sam Fender, we all know he's got a bit of a reputation for yeah. cancelling gigs. And I was so annoyed. We were so gutted. We didn't get to go. We just got refunded the tickets. They didn't even get moved. Um, and for a little while, I'm not going to lie, we were on a bit of a, like, fuck Sam Fender. I remember, like, yeah. We were so annoyed because he, like, I and I were seeing a lot of stuff online about how, like, everyone was so pissed off because he just kept cancelling gigs all the time or, like, not showing up last minute or being late or, like, all of the stuff. I don't know. He must have been going through a bit of a phase. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was so annoyed. So that never got rescheduled for me. I never got tickets then to when he did finally reschedule, which is only now. And now he's got new music, which is even more annoying because yeah. at the time, obviously... And his new music's better than his old Yeah, and I was so annoyed. And then Rach yeah. texts me like, are you going to Sam Fender tonight? And I was like, no, don't even talk to me about it. And she only got like a random ticket off of a guy on Twitter. <laughs> was Didn't even plan on going. Just no, went last I literally minute. got home from work and I was like, oh, I think Sam Fender's been tonight. So I just searched Sam Fender card up on Twitter. And then this guy was like, oh, I've got a spare Sam Fender ticket. So I asked him for it, 25 quid. I was like banging, <sighs> so I just went and met this random bloke, and he gave me a ticket. Um, great gig, full of absolute rotters in there. Not gonna lie, was it? Yeah. Um, I was right at the back, but it was all right. Um, seen him again because I'm going to that festival. Like, I always yeah. forget the name of on Glasgow Green. Transmit, transmit. Yeah, he's playing there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was good. Definitely try and get get to see him. Yeah. Right. I do have an incredible album that I want you to listen to. Oh, okay. You always have good recommendations. I, this album, I've got it. I've literally was listening to it in the car on the way over. Mm-hmm. It is so good. It's by a band called Self Esteem. Have you heard of them? Um, I have not. I don't think so. I think to be honest, Self Esteem is just the one that the front woman. Okay. Um, first and last name? Yeah, self-esteem. Yeah. Mrs. Self-esteem. Um, <laughs> but she has, like, a band of singers with her. And okay. I honestly can't even describe the genre. It's just, like... Well, my brother and my sister-in-law went to see them last Sunday. I couldn't go. I was gutted. Mm. And my sister-in-law described it as self uh, as life-affirming. Oh, God. I know. Okay. I was like, wow. And I saw videos, and I was just like, I wish I was there. Oh. But it's like... <sighs> I can't even describe it. Please okay. just listen to it. Okay, I will. The best songs for me are I Do This All The Time and fucking Wizardry. Okay. Really, I think you will love it. Genuinely. Amazing. I Do This All The Time is track five. Even if you don't like it, just skip through to track five. Listen to that one. <laughs> My God, it's okay. so good. So I want you to listen to that. On that, um, what do you think of the them taking the shuffle button off of Spotify? 
Big move. I like it. Big move. Who the hell would ever listen to an album on shuffle anyway? Not unless you've already like. Not unless you already know I, it. I, I I don't agree with it at all. No, I think it's weird. I think like if say for example, going back to Red by Taylor Swift. Yeah. Like I've listened to that album so many, so many, so many times. That I that's the type of thing I would put on shuffle. But do you not but, think like when one song finishes, you're ready to listen to the one that comes after it, and then it's a different one. It really annoys yeah. me. But then, like I said earlier, I quite often listen to those playlists that are like this is yeah. Taylor Swift, and that that's just a massive jumble anyway that's, that's different though that's they're different. all on different albums yeah 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 but I would never listen to an album on shuffle especially not on that first time first no not listen. for the no I wouldn't unless I knew it like really well and I'd listen yeah. to it a hundred times mad um, oh well do you have an album okay yeah I do and it's so I think potentially the first album I ever recommended to you was probably Halsey yeah was it yeah and I it remember. was um like one of her old did I tell you a specific one or did you just yeah, say yeah you did um, Badlands or... It was, it was Badlands, yeah. Okay. Well, giddy up. <laughs> We've got new Halsey music okay. from 2021 and it is fantastic. Oh, good. Obviously, I'm biased. I love Halsey. I've always been a massive fan, but it's called If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the self esteem album is called Prioritize Pleasure. I don't think I told you the name of it. Oh, okay. But yeah, if I can't have love, I want power. I'm powering yeah. that down, actually. Um, it's everything I hoped it would be and more. It's so Aww. good. It's so good. Um, it's a bit different to her usual stuff. Like, I mean, I say that. It's a little bit more... Do you know what? Every time I use the word heavy, people yeah. always go, oh, it's not heavy. Yeah. Like, when I talk about any music, if I say it's, like, slightly heavy, people are like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like... It's just a little bit heavier than her normal stuff is what I would say. Like some of her older stuff, I think is a little bit more poppy because she's probably trying to appeal to the masses. Yeah. And now she's like refined artist. She's like, no, I'm going to make what I actually want to make. Um, so it's a little bit more heavy, a little bit more like shouty, <laughs> I would yeah, say. Okay. But still so good. Um, my favorite track is Honey. Honey. Okay. Yeah. Look forward to that. I do see. I do like people. Don't expect me to, but I do really like a pop album. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah. I've recommended a few pop ones to you before, and you've like like yeah. Little Mix. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to round up, I just had a realization when I to said round up. This is going to be the final thing we talk about on the pod this week. Give me a quick like too long don't read about Little Mix. I, I have. For anyone who doesn't know, just go on back because you're going to be so, more well versed than I am. The news broke yeah. yesterday. Mm -hmm. Little Mix taking a break, taking a break in air commas. We all yeah. know what taking a break means. Yeah. One Direction said they were taking a break. Did they ever come back? No, they didn't. They didn't. Do bands ever come back after taking a break? No. Well, sometimes. Stay steps. Take that. Take that. They took a few. Yeah. Okay. I sound corrected, but <laughs> like for me, I was devo when I saw that. I yeah. thought there's no way we've already lost Jesse. So <laughs> we've already lost Jesse to the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've never known anyone more than Jesse Nelson to have a complete 180 because she did <laughs> that like bullion documentary and everyone loved her. And then literally yeah. like two years later, everyone's like, fuck Jesse. Yeah, she's been like quite fuck, the... Fuck Jessie is how I feel about Jessie from Toy Story, by the way. She has my absolute head in. But go on. <laughs> Not Nelson. <laughs> um, okay, Too Long Can't Read. 
Jessie leaves the band. She's she's under a load of like well she's under a microscope anyway for leaving the band everyone's like what's going on why are they not friends like you know trying to figure out what happened why she left blah 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 loads of videos come out like to be honest if you've watched videos in the past like interviews and stuff of the band you'll know that like she was always like a little bit off so no one really knows 100% what happened but they obviously didn't really get on that well there's always one, isn't there? No, she's, is. she's the Zane. She's you the know? Zane. It's just what it is. But then she also was under a lot of um, controversy because of like blackfish. Is it blackfishing? Yeah. yeah, she was called out as a blackfish, wasn't she? Yeah, um, because she has over time supposedly worked to make herself look more black. And then she brings out this track with Nicki Minaj and everyone's like you know, scrutinizing her in the video and whatever. Um, so she was under this whole controversy with that as well. Um, and then she brings out that horrific song. Yeah. Bad Boys or yeah. something. Which to me was a ripoff of a classic. <clears throat> well, yeah, it is. It samples that, doesn't it? What? No, I was going to say... Stop me. I was going to say... No, I was going to say it reminds me of Alexandra Burke's <laughs> Broken like Heels. <laughs> That's a tune. <laughs> that that is, is a tune. tune. That is a tune. She brought that um, into our lives and Elephant in the Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that video of her thinking she brought Elephant in the Room to the UK is the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Um yeah, so then she brings out this horrific song, which is hilarious in itself because she's like going on about how much she likes a bad boy. Yeah. Her exes are like Chris Hughes from Love <laughs> Island. And um some other guy so is it a chef's son or something someone's oh God, son I don't, know. I don't know can't even remember anyway um so yeah that was like a whole thing that happened but also two of them have had babies now yeah. like we could see it come in it's a shame you could see it come in i've got tickets to their next tour oh have you? that's still going ahead um in the new year so, but after that is when they're like calling it a day, I think. Yeah. And they're like, little mix is forever. We're not going anywhere. Like, definitely are. Yeah. <sighs> you are, guys. Um, okay, so that's the little mix roundup for this week. We'll be back next week with another <laughs> update, update on little mix. <laughs> little mix bulletin. Little mix. Little mix bulletin, um, Jake Gyllenhaal update. Yeah, we'll do a Jake update, a little mix update, and yeah. um, uh, something. Well, talk more about tennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, so lovely. I think that's it for episode one of series two. Yes, um, smashed it. Lovely to be back. Yeah, thanks to everyone that um, you know is yeah. looking forward to the episode and is still listening, and especially who's still listening at this point in the episode. I feel like we're quite yeah. easy to turn off. Thanks for coming back. Thanks yeah. for listening. Um, we'll be back. Well, you know what? We're going to try and do them as as uh, frequently as we can. Yeah, for sure. Um, weekly is the aim. Might be fortnightly. We'll see. It's yeah. one of those things, isn't it? We like to keep you guessing at the end. Of yeah, the day. that's the thing. Like, it could be a Thursday. It could be a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, it could be now and then not another one till April. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's part of the creative process. <laughs> it is. It really know? is. But once again, thanks for listening. It's been lovely. Also, I'm going to excite you all. Um, I'm just going to put a different new new soundtrack at the end of this. Oh. I haven't even told Beck that. What? Not the... Yeah, I'm going to change it up. 
So right, cool. maybe we sh- should. I, we said this before. I think we should record a jingle. Yeah, we should record a jingle. Maybe we'll do that when we finish recording this. Uh, you'll know we've done it because of jingle a bit in the end. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you soon. Bye.